Welcome to LifeWords Day by Day. If you've been enjoying the broadcast over the last several days, we want to encourage you to like them and to share them with your friends on Facebook. So we've been walking through Acts, and we're in Acts chapter 9, verses 19 through 22. Here's what it says. For some days he, Paul, was with the disciples at Damascus, and immediately he proclaimed Jesus in the synagogue, saying, He is the Son of God. And all who heard him were amazed and said, Is not this the man who made havoc in Jerusalem of those who called upon this name? And has he not come here for the same purpose, to bring them bound before the chief priest? But Saul increased all the more in strength and confounded the Jews who lived in Damascus by proving that Jesus was the Christ. Here is Saul, a man steeped in the Old Testament, in the law, he has many books of the Old Testament memorized, probably one of the most important men in Jerusalem since he was most likely a Pharisee. And now he has seen the risen Jesus, and he's trying to make sense of this. How does a suffering, crucified, now resurrected man square with all that I've learned in the Old Testament? We have previously seen that Paul was in the company of the disciples at Damascus, and here we get a glimpse of all the encouragement that he received from them. One of the things that was taking place when Paul was with the disciples at Damascus is that they were likely teaching him how Jesus fulfilled the Old Testament promises of a Messiah. God was using his people to sort out Paul's mind because the message is that important. God was using his people to sharpen Paul's focus upon Christ. And we see that Paul preaches that very message that Jesus is the Son of God. You see this in verse 22 when it says that Saul was proving that Jesus was the Christ. The idea behind the word proving is that Saul was taking Old Testament text and proving from them that Jesus fulfilled those texts. And so can you picture Saul sitting in that small group of disciples in Damascus and him saying something like, you mean to tell me that all the sacrifices in the Old Testament that points to Jesus? Yes, Paul, that's exactly what we're saying. And that he had to suffer for us in order to save us and reign over us as king? Yes, Paul, it's all there in the scripture. Isn't this the most amazing thing you have ever heard or experienced? What was that band of disciples doing? They were sharpening Paul's focus upon Christ to show Christ in all of his splendor. They may have been helping clear up some misunderstandings about the mission of Christ. They were telling Saul how Christ is to make an impact on his present life. We have one message, and it is the most important message in the world. Saul will later write to the church at Corinth saying, I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, and that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. I remember preaching my first sermon at Temple Baptist Church on a Sunday night. I was nervous. I was scared. And after the service, had a bunch of friends and family come over to our house. And I remember receiving some criticism, some positive criticism from some family members. It was meant to be helpful, tips on grammar and style. And I remember walking up the stairs of my house, trying to wrap my head around everything that had taken place that night. And I was walking into the bathroom. And as I stepped into the bathroom, my Uncle Jack barged into the bathroom with me. And Uncle Jack said this. He said, don't listen to a word they say. 
You just keep preaching Jesus. Now, my Uncle Jack was a preacher as well, and he knew the importance of grammar and style and flow in a sermon. But he also knew that more than anything, in that moment, I needed to be encouraged. He was God's means of encouragement at that moment, and I hope I never forget it. And so do you ever lose focus or get distracted by life and forget what is of first importance? The message of Christ's death and resurrection is so important and so full that you need to be encouraged to keep your focus upon it. And you need the church to help you keep that focus. There are a lot of good things we can be involved in, but we must always keep our focus on sharing Christ and making disciple makers for Christ. When you pray today, please pray for John and Brenda Bainline as they work with the deaf community in Michigan. Also, remember to pray for the Arabic Life Word broadcast in the target areas of Australia, Canada, and the United States.